spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming up, did you hear that male migrants are refusing to leave the fancy hotel in New York City? The Watson, yes, indeed. Uh, We're going to talk about that. have they just become accustomed to the finer things in to life? To the lifestyle, here? yes, okay. of course. They've become accustomed okay. to the lifestyle. For right. So uh, we'll discuss that. Uh, it's all on the way. But uh, first. Uh, Tyree Nichols. Yes. You've seen the video, uh, beaten to death by five cops. Van Jones last week said, uh, the police who killed Tyree Nichols were black, but they might still have been driven by racism because we have lost the plot in this country. Everything is driven by racism now, even if it's a black man beating another black man <coughs> yeah I, I i i saw that clip but also i i gotta be honest and i told this i kind of said this yesterday i think that they beat him to death because they were embarrassed that he got away it almost seems a, a bit personal personal they're supposed to be this scorpion unit the best of the best uh and you know they ripped him out of the car they put him on the ground they tased him they're kicking him they're spraying him with all this stuff and i said also at that point i'm, I'm gonna run I always say, never run. Yeah. I probably would have run there because I'm thinking, all right, they've ripped me out of the car. I'm on the ground. I didn't do anything. These guys are going to kill me. And I'm a block away from my mom's house. I might actually run. But I have a different take. All right. Institutional control. You hear about it all the time in colleges with, with athletes back in the day when now, now the athletes can have all the money they want, so it's no big deal. All of these things where people are running amok and doing whatever they want. Institutional control. Think about this. You have five officers, regardless of color, but five officers who felt they could do this to a man wearing body cameras and knowing there are sky cops, those cameras on all the light poles everywhere, with zero fear by the looks of it that they were ever going to get caught and or be in trouble. Amazing. That to me says there are people that are higher up that think that this group can do whatever they want to do because they're taking bad people off the street. And who I was talking to somebody last night and I said, Think about it. Who do you call if you're anybody? I call the police on the police. In that situation, if you're watching what's happening, well, I mean, yeah, you, you call nine one one, and you're looking at yourself. Yes, who, who, who do you call? At that That's point? what you do. And it's those guys operated in a way, and we touched on it briefly yesterday, like the movie Training Day. They felt they could get away, and I bet you we're going to find out that they were closer to some of the gangs than many people wanted to realize they were you know they were running around doing whatever they want in that city at that time in that area with impunity they could do whatever they want because to have the the hubris to think that you could do that to a human being treat them worse than anything you could think of beat him to death high five each other and have cameras on it people looking at it and not worry at all. Not like, oh my God, what have we done? What if um, they didn't, what if they forgot that the cameras were on them? What if they were in the moment and all that adrenaline is going and they're just having fun killing this man and they just forget that the camera's there? I don't know. I, I don't think they, you I, don't think I, so? I, no, I think those guys, because there's been several complaints about them and I think we're going to find out more, kind of like what we saw back in, you know, with the Rampart division back in the 90s and stuff where they ran crazy in Los Angeles doing whatever they wanted to do and it was, they didn't, nobody, you know, they just got away with it. So we're talking about uh, the five black officers killed uh, Tyree Nichols, who also is black. Uh, you know, we asked uh, Brad Garrett 
ABC crime and terrorism analyst yesterday. I mean, what does it say to you that it was five black men that killed Tyreek? If your goal is to do or act the way those five acted, then I don't think it matters whether Tyree was black, white, or anything else, because he didn't do what they demanded that he do. And so I, that's my view. You know, did I th- do I think this is race-driven? The answer is probably no. This is behavior-driven. All right. So Brad doesn't think that it was racism. Yeah. It was, wasn't race uh, uh, driven, but what if these five officers, you know, if they they, were, they may look down at other black people who haven't got say. out of the hood yeah. as why haven't you got out of the hood? Yeah, why haven't you done better for yourself? I saw his brother today, uh, uh, the uh, Tyree Tyree Nichols. Nichols. He was on uh, CNN, okay. and he said, "Look." I goes, I'm 99% sure my brother's not throwing a punch at anybody or anybody throwing a punch at him. He goes, if I was there, they would have killed me because I would have fought back. He goes, he didn't. And I just think that sometimes, yeah, you may have uh, people uh, of color who look down on other people of color for not maybe bettering their life. But. I think everybody looks, you know, I mean, like you look down at somebody, you know, you ever watch one of those shows and you're like, oh, there's a trailer trash, you know, white trash. Oh, my God. You know, we everybody has that. But these guys took it to a, a position, I think, with their power, because I have a feeling we're going to find out because, you know, there's going to be a federal investigation. They're going to roll on in there and go, wait a minute. These guys were running around and they had become, you know, just like Denzel Washington in, in that in that neighborhood where they controlled so much. So by all counts, you know, trying to find out about Nichols, he's a decent man. He weighed 145 pounds. Yep. His mom said he was just sweet. You know, his brother said that this is a his brother was kind of like, you know, I get in trouble. He doesn't get in trouble like this is a kid who just doesn't. Right. He didn't get in. He wasn't that type of. He's an Instagram photographer. Yep. He likes to go to Starbucks. He's a skateboarder. Yeah. Yeah. And now a four-year-old kid isn't going to grow up without their dad. No, no, man. I still sit. I just I've never. And seen even if he so was bad. a person that had done hard time for something, what happened to him that day, that night, was absolutely, completely ridiculous, over the top, unnecessary. That was murder. You killed somebody, and it looked like you did it as a game. It looked fun for them. They were high-fiving each other. They were talking about it. That that white officer apparently had pulled him over earlier in the day and came in contact with him, and he was heard saying, I hope they beat his ass. Right. When they found out he had him, you know. Some of the ENTs also got uh, fired for not three of them. Three of them now, and, and they, now there's two other cops that are suspended. Because they didn't, they didn't uh, rush. You know, they were around, but they didn't rush to his aid. He was leaning up against the car half out of it. Uh, one op-ed that I was reading earlier today asks this question. How do we explain Nichols' horrifying killing, horrific killing, excuse me, allegedly at the hands of police who looked like him? How do we explain his horrific killing at the hands of people who look like him? Well, I think it's, uh, you know, is it, are they looking down? Because you also have to think, too, you know, and, and you know, th- those cops, probably a black cop in a black neighborhood probably gets grief from people who, who are black saying, oh, you sold out to the man. Hmm. 
So it, it probably goes at times both ways. But I think this had to do with the fact that they, and this is just me saying this, it's institutional control. There were people at the top probably protecting them. And, and they gave him the, they gave them the order to be aggressive in a neighborhood that needed some aggression because the violence was out of control and good people were being held hostage by the crime and the violence on the streets. And instead, they took it to, well, we can do what we want, wherever we want, however we want. Yeah, I think that they got too much power, but I don't think anybody gave them the okay to go and kill people. No, no. Or murder a guy. They murdered the They guy. murdered him. That's There's no question murder. about it. They murdered him. I just, I wonder in the middle of that if they thought he wasn't going to die. I think, I, well, I'm sure they didn't think they were going to beat him to death. I don't know. I, I don't think they thought that. Maybe they know. wanted to do that. Well, Maybe if you're wanted- wanting to do that, you know, I mean, it is, uh, that that to me is just insane. Mm. I mean, it, it, that, so you set out to do that? My God. I, I don't know. I don't know. Coming up next. Uh, are we heading back to $4 per gallon? What is going on out there? I thought we were past this. It's Gatos and Chad Show. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question. Brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, go to KTAR.com. Time to take the Gatos Big Q Poll Question of the day. Right side of the page. Uh, a new poll finds that 71% of Americans believe the country is on the wrong track. Are you part of the 71%? Yes or no? 56% say yes. 44% say no. All right. I told you the other day the weird stat, you know, not a real big Joe Biden fan, but the economy's grown 7% since he took over. It's nothing to sneeze at. Um, oh, what is that odor? You smelling this, Becky? Leonard? I feel You're, like there's this? some popcorn up in there, this place, I, and I don't think we no, got it. That's what it I know. Like dog food? No, it smells like popcorn. No. Chad is exactly is right. Is that right? There's an what odor. Kind of dog food? Do you, first of all, you don't even have Goodness. a dog, so let's that's just take a good well, point. No, I know what dog less, food smells no, like. Apparently not. It no, does not do. smell like popcorn. There's an popcorn. there's an odor that has floated into our studio. This is brutal. Okay, I'm looking at you two in there with kind yeah, of wry smiles. They're not speaking. Goodness gracious! No, they're not. They got popcorn. Oh, Pablo. Because Pablo. Pablo is ignoring everything okay. yep. we're staring at. Yep. He's trying not to yep. smile at us. Now he's smiling. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. It smells like somebody nuked dog food. <laughs> what? Who are Maybe you? Put a little <laughs> salmon in there. I'm just saying. Ugh. Like when? Is, at what I'm point? They're like, oh, this yeah. is a great idea. Let's nuke some dog food. I don't know see what this is like. Well, I wouldn't do it. Then how do would you know what it smells like? I'm just guessing. Gatos, no, you're just wrong on every okay. microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, are we heading back to? F- oh, I don't know, man. I can't. We're heading past back this. to the movies. I feel like I should see a movie. Are we right heading? Now. I don't know, dude. I-, I don't think I can go on. I'll take it from here. Are it's we going back those... to four dollar gas? God, it's, I'm. Are we? Anyway, are we going? Can you guys smell that through the radio? Shh. Uh, listen, can you smell that? Are we? <laughs> are we heading back to four dollar a gallon gasoline? Well, uh, if you go to the Chevron yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our Chevron down the street, $8 a gallon. They think they're in California. What a ripoff. I never go there. I absolutely never. This is one right down the street from us that we always make fun of. Um, it, I'm trying to figure out why gas continues. Is this five weeks in a row now or yep. something like that? Mm-hmm. All right. What's it at? Where, 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 what's the... 
What's the price out where you live in the middle of nowhere? So I paid a dollar eighty nine three weeks ago. I paid three thirty nine uh, the other day. Is there anything that you see that we can point to and blame? Well, one of it is the fact that uh, they're talking about well, the, you know, there's been some cold snaps and that's slowed some of the refining down. The other part is is China is now open for business. So all this time we've had a huge you know you know come down on gas right. and oil. China wasn't open for business. No, everybody got COVID now in China yeah. and now they're open for business yeah. again. And so, and then the other side uh, of it is, is, you know, people talk about there's no more strategic oil reserves to tap into, no. but that's not as big. China now is out there buying stuff left, right, and center. Well, I thought that the strategic oil reserve thing didn't work. Everybody was complaining Well, that's what that they're saying. Work. It's, well, you know, there's no Maybe more Maybe it that. did. Nah, well, no. they said they did, but to the point of 10 to 20 cents at the most. Uh, wise man, tell me uh, the, the gas prices in Phoenix. The average in Phoenix is three fifty seven, which is up thirty cents from a month ago. Look at that. Wow. Three fifty seven plus thirty cents from a month ago. It's almost exactly the same as it was a year ago, by the way. Hmm. Oh, see, they're doing good, but they're it's not going to five. <laughs> That's not where we should be at. Exactly. We should be in the mid twos. We should be. Experts are saying that the prices are unlikely to turn around anytime soon. Yeah. So, you know, at the beginning of uh, 2023, we're starting to see inflation come down. Um, I think ABC News led with that, just like, uh, what it was that, 2 o'clock? Um, yeah, let me play that. So you got gas prices going up and inflation. As the Federal Reserve Board meets and decides whether to raise interest rates again, new data shows a key indicator that inflation is starting to cool. Wage growth continued to slow in the fourth quarter of the year. And a new report from the International Monetary Fund projects that the American economy will manage to avoid an economic recession. ABC's that, huh? Yeah. So are we not going to be in a recession I, I this year? If you're everybody told us it was going to happen Did this year. Did we have a recession? Because now we're hearing, well, we if might we, have already had a if recession. If we had a recession, how how did people feel it? I mean, did you lose your job? No, 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 no. I don't think anybody lost. I, I, th- I think now getting the people to lose their jobs, it's like you say, it's going to be that rolling recession. We're going to have, we're going to tech industry is going to struggle. Some white collar workers are going to struggle, but there's still a lot of jobs available if you want to work. All right, we're going to have to switch studios. I can't take the smell. I don't know. I'm pretty excited about trying to find out where exactly my popcorn is. <sighs> Coming up next, hold oh, up the headlines. My DNA, my, my dog food that you went through uh, in the microwave. Not, it feels like it smells like dog food nuked. Uh, Becky Lynn, are you ready to give us some headlines at 3.30? Of course. Are you ready for us to hold up the headlines? Just that I'm starving to death smelling the popcorn. Smelling the dog food. Oh, okay. my gosh. We're going to do that next. Stick around. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30 and you know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. Here's Becky Lynn. All eyes on Arizona. Countdown to the big game. KTAR eyes on the economy. The state's going to see an infusion of hundreds of millions of dollars over the next few weeks from a triple header of sports mega events like the Super Bowl and others. Super Bowl, WM Phoenix Open, Cactus League Baseball all on the way. Valley economist Jim Brown says the behind the scenes action involves economic leaders on the job trying to convince corporate movers and shakers to move their companies there permanently. After each major event and after them doing the schmoozing with the right people, the right CEOs, the different people 
people from these businesses, they actually do land new businesses coming to the state. And the Arizona Chamber estimates the state will see a million visitors tied just to the Super Bowl and Phoenix Open. Jim Cross, KTAR News. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Yeah, hundreds of millions of dollars. What do you think we'll buy with that? Shipping containers? Oh, my God. No, we got to... What do you think? I right. think we should. Oh, we got to take those down. So that's what we're going to do. We oh, got we... enough money to take all of our shipping containers down <laughs> and open up shipping container emporia. Think about restaurants making all that that's money, jacking thing. up the price, right? You got hotels making huge money. Uh, the hotels are just. What was in the house, right? The house we talked about earlier. Yeah, there's a house uh, that is uh, it's four bedroom, and uh, there's a couple that lives there, and they're saying, listen, we're going to get out of here. We're going to let uh, whoever wants to come and rent it, seven grand a night a night that's a big house seven grand a seven night seven grand a night that's tw- if you do it for four days that's 28 grand you made right and then those people are also going to the super bowl so you're you're definitely gonna you know yeah. it's these aren't a bunch of college kids that are gonna come to your house and tear the place up they are these not are, these are rich people <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna spend 28 grand at your house uh and then they're gonna go to the super bowl and probably spend 28 grand on a ticket we're holding up the headlines. Just 12 days away, when players take the field for the Super Bowl, they're going to be stepping on grass that's been handled with kid gloves. Mm. Ed Mangin, field director for the NFL, says the grass has been growing for more than a year, especially for the Super Bowl. This is the most important sporting event in the world. And uh, you've got the players that have gone through an entire season, you know, to get here. And this is the world championship. This is the Super Bowl. So we want it perfect so that they can go out and play and just disregard the field completely. The close to one million pounds of grass was grown locally, and field prep will continue right up until game day. It's a disaster. Why is uh, it a disaster? You, when you buy new shoes, don't you want to break it in? Yeah, right? You know, That's you, always the worry about like the new fields. The new field, the new grass, yeah. Mm-hmm. You lay that stuff down, and that's why they lay it early so it can settle, but there's always that new feeling. We're talking about grass here, people. Yeah, right. It's and, exciting. We're grass chalk on the Gators and Chad show. Yes, I love grass. But there is that sense that it doesn't settle well, and then all of a sudden it chunks up and people yeah. are falling over. Watch Patrick Mahomes fall on his rear end. Yeah. And, you know, then, then you know what happens? They blame the Cardinals. You know, all those volunteers they have working with the Super Bowl, maybe they're out there right Right now, roughing up the grass, getting it ready. Uh, for well, the then I think that they should They're run out on there it for a little poking while. Poking the holes in it mm-hmm. and stuff, and yeah, you know, yeah. uh, aerating it, making oh, it. Oh yeah. man, we're gonna see. We're, it's the first thing we're gonna see. People are paying people seven thousand a night to stay at a place, and you're volunteering. Think about that for a second. That's not very Who's smart. Who's not getting paid? Huh? We're holding up the headlines. Okay, so now hearing about all the good fortune our Valley events are bringing to the state, uh, it's not translating to the average Arizonan's pocketbook right now. Arizonans have been dealing with the nation's highest inflation rates, soaring home prices and record gas prices. Financial advisor Kristen Bentz tells the Mike Broomhead Show that Americans are not very confident in the economy right now. Consumers are working two to three jobs in addition to their regular jobs. And now we have 64% of Americans living paycheck to paycheck. And Bentz says a large number of families who are living paycheck to paycheck make more than 100 grand a year. Yeah. I got my. I was, I was talking to my uncle and, and and my aunt the other day. They live in California. They make between about three hundred thousand dollars a year. They don't live paycheck to paycheck. They live okay, but they've just got a two bedroom small condo because the houses they're looking at. They're like, dude, I don't want to pay nine thousand dollars a month for a house payment. Yeah, you got to be careful what kind of house you buy, especially in Arizona. The medium house, medium house price four seventy five. That's coming down hopefully a little hopefully. bit. But with if interest rates still rise, which we don't know about, you got gas prices rising again. Are we going to see inflation all of a sudden start instead of coming down start to rise again? That's a fear. 
Holding up the headlines. Hold them up. KTAR News. Eyes on education. Whether or not the school spending limit is lifted by the March 1st deadline could come down to the Arizona Freedom Caucus, which represents about a third of Republicans in the legislature. Caucus Chair Jay Kaufman tells the Mike Groomhead Show they won't vote to lift it unless it's accompanied by reforms, including... Academic transparency is a critical reform that parents want. This means curriculum and lesson plans. They need to be posted online so that parents know what's being taught in the classroom. About $1.4 billion is on the line for school districts if the spending cap, which is known as the aggregate expenditure limit, is not lifted. And right now, the House Education Committee is considering legislation to lift that limit. And wasn't that guy a fake uh, Trump elector? Yeah. I don't know. There were so many of them. I don't know why we listen to that guy. So many. Because you listen to him because he's part of the group that could get this done quick. So, fortunately or unfortunately, you got to listen to a guy like that. Uh, look, I'm fine. I don't know if we need lesson plans. Yes, you should know what your kids are being taught at school. Same time, uh, let's get rid of this thing at some point in time. Let's move along. How do we do this? And this is where negotiation comes in. A little give, a little take, and we move on with our lives. Holding up the headlines. Hold I- up. Idaho has an interesting problem on its hands. The coyotes there are acting strangely. Idaho Fish and Game is calling it highly unusual coyote behavior. It's been happening over the past couple of weeks around the city of Sandpoint in northern Idaho. Earlier in the month, there were reports of coyotes at a ski resort chasing skiers as they made their way down the slopes. Before the coyotes could be found and put down, one bit a woman who was out skiing. And then last week, there were reports of two coyotes roaming around a business district in town. They were comfortable around humans during the day, which is unusual. It's unknown why the coyotes are acting in such a strange way. Tests are being done on the remains of some coyotes. Man, is that where our hockey team is? EBC News. No. How did our hockey team get over there? How do you chase somebody on skis in your ice hockey skates? (laughs) It's so weird because I see coyotes all the time. Oh, They never come near me. Uh, You know, you very rarely hear of a case. I I can remember one one case of a guy having to, you know, kill a coyote. Did you just see, one? Did you see? Um, In many years, one of the television stations posted just either today or yesterday. The car, the coyote sitting on somebody's car hood. Yeah, I. It's funny. I saw one. You know, normally like, when I drive in in the morning, I will usually a couple times a week I see a coyote. In the last month. In the daytime, I've seen more coyotes wandering around and just not caring. And I told you, when I was playing last summer with Charlie, a coyote walked over to us. He was like 10 feet away, 15 feet away from Charlie, and just looked at us. Never moved, wasn't terrified, and it's at a golf course in the middle of an area where there's hundreds of homes. Could it be like rabies that they have uh, in Idaho? Yes, um, we'll have to find out. Because coyotes are usually scared of humans. Yes, but rabid animals also act a certain way. So yeah. you kind of already and if they have an idea. acclimated with people and realize people means trash and garbage and food and cats. Yep. That's the other side. Of it. I always see our coyotes here are very thin. I don't they ever are. see a really yeah. full coyote. Last no. year, that one I saw, I was like, man, that almost looked wolf-ass. Yeah, but a lot right? of them look so tiny. All right, that'll do it. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynch reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Go to higherprice.com, higherprice.com. Up next, the most important problem in the U.S. is no longer inflation. We'll tell you what it is. Stick around. 
Uh, we have a podcast. You missed any of the exciting uh, grass talk earlier. You will want to definitely grab that podcast. Get chat your podcast. Subscribe on your iPhone, your Android. Never has any of the exciting action whatsoever. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty, East Valley. Get uh, more money selling your home. Go to carolisthebuyers.com. carolisthebuyers.com. Inflation. No longer the big fear for America. It's government. That's right. According to uh, the latest uh, Gallup poll, government ranks number one in both Republicans and Democrats as the biggest problem in America. Is it the fact that they can't solve all of our, all of our problems or is it they don't want to solve our problems or they don't want to work together to solve all our Probably problems? all three. All of the above. Yeah. yeah. I would say all of those things. Yeah. There's no money. What was the great saying, right? There's no money in the cure. There's money in the disease. Hmm. So uh, number two is inflation. Okay. And then it differs from there. Immigration for Republicans is tied at number two. And I think immigrant tomorrow they are having a hearing, setting their first hearings on the, on the Hill to talk about the crisis at the border or the, the there is no crisis at the border, depending on who you talk to, mm. but they're going to have their first hearings on the border. But then it varies, you know, like, uh, moral, ethical family decline for Republicans. That's important. Well, 6%, uh-huh. but, uh, only 2% of Democrats in environment and the gap between rich or poor get a zero. For Republicans, but they only get a four and a six for Democrats. It's not like it's the most important thing in the world. I see race relations, very important to Democrats, 9% to 2% for Republicans. Well, when you see everything only as check in a box, uh-huh. it's mightily important. Here's the funny thing. Poverty, hunger, and homelessness, they each tied. Each of them only 4%. I like environment, zero uh, for Republicans. <laughs> zero. See, I like to pick and choose. What I like from Republicans and what I like from Democrats, because yeah. I'm not a member of either party. I'm on that zero for environment. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm just not. I, you know, uh, again, there's so many different ways people are telling me that I need to save the environment. And one of them is, well, I can't use my stove anymore. And I'm just thinking, you've lost you've lost it, man, because I'm not I'm not going to have you come in and take out my stove. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you got to give me something that makes somewhat uh, sense to me yeah, and telling what, me not to use my stove. Why all of you are flying your private jets to Davos, 1500 of them to talk right. about how horrible the world is and how you need to save yeah. it. People like John Kerry, who are yeah. the, the biggest on environmental Al Gore. Yeah. Flying their jet planes all over uh, the world. Yeah. So I can't get behind the environment because nobody gives me. A good reason to, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the big thing because it is everything that they point out in all of these things is the world. Since I was a child. Mm Mm-hmm. The world has been coming to an end. Well, I remember when Al Gore was, yeah. you know, the running mate for Clinton. And yeah. He was talking a lot about the environment then. Yeah, and it's made him a lot of money. It's sure made has. him a ton of he money. He made a movie off. When, when I was a kid, we have the great uh, Ice Age was coming, and that was going to be worse than anything. And uh-huh. then they pointed to this thing, and you had that nut job, Paul, whatever his name was, on with uh, 60 Minutes earlier this month. They gave The fact that they gave him time, he has been wrong with everything. He thinks that we should eliminate 6 billion people on Earth because there should only be anywhere between five and a half million to maybe a billion people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you want to talk about the environment and recycling. I went along with it for a while until I found out that it all goes to the same place. Yeah. So I really don't care. I no. use the blue bin as another garbage can. My grandfather used to laugh at that because he owned all the recycling uh, dumps in, in in Southern California and stuff. That's how he made his money. And he would collect all of like the, the, the metal and the aluminum and everything. And they would, everything would be dumped. The trash cans would all be dumped in the exact same place, and he would just laugh. Here's something interesting. Okay. Crime, 4% 
for Republicans, 5% for Democrats. Like crime is finally made. I don't believe that. Uh, Do you believe that? Yeah, because I think a lot of the big cities, in particular the blue cities. You think San Francisco is thinking is that? Absolutely. 100%. So now they're saying they're going to crack down on it? Well, or that they need to do something. They're, what did you say last week about San Francisco? If your dog goes to the bathroom. If, if your dog poops in the street yeah. and you don't pick it up, people will yell at you. If a person poops in the street, people will walk around with them. And like, that's a normal it's idea. It's okay. We have lost the plot in that yeah. area. Yeah. All right. So the most important problem is government. Yeah. So Republicans at 24%. Uh, it leads, if you're looking at Democrat, uh, it leads at 18%. What's specific, though? Is it that there's... Not a single person you really trust in government, yeah. or is it the fact that we're probably going to get Trump Biden again, which it <laughs> will infuriate me? It's, that's a possibility, but I just think people are frustrated because I think they see we've got problems and the fixes are there. But both sides, like the debt ceiling, they're going to argue about the debt ceiling. We, the Republicans, have said we're not touching Social Security, even though Social Security and Medicare are going to break us. We're not going to touch it. Mm. But we, we're willing to, to cut back and to touch uh, the, the military. Well, the, and the Democrats are like, well, that's not good enough. So wait a minute. These things over here you won't touch, which are a vast majority of where our spending goes. And we're saying we need, to, we need to fix this here. We need to get rid of some of this stuff over in the military. And you're like, no, we're not doing anything. We're not going to listen to you. That says to me, like everything, it's all or nothing. Right. Because if I give you a win... Well, then I lose. And really, it's about us, America. It's not about them. Yeah, they forgot they work for us. We need to remind them. But no, we never do. We have, have a to... chance to vote them out. We never so, do. You know what? A lot. You're, you're right on that. We always have a chance to vote out the bad ones. So what do we do? We keep reelecting them. Yep. All right. Still to come. Uh, what's the biggest issue facing our children's schools? We're going to talk about that next hour. Stick around.